We live. We are. All right. Welcome back, everybody. Episode three of the podcast. Myself, Casey Davis, with my co-host Carson Barbie. What's up, fellas? What's up to the people? We're back. Dell match play just got wrapped up. Um, Billy Horschel takes the win over Scotty Scheffler in the championship match. It was fun to watch. I watched a little bit of it. Heck, how many matches the winners? Them two ended up playing, what, seven matches total? Yeah, I guess it would be pretty seven. Sure, I'm pretty sure it, it was be, seven. It should, be, it should be six or seven. I think it is seven. Because I'm sure I'll be corrected on that sure. if I was wrong, but I think that's right, which is yeah, a lot of golf. And it's a different kind of golf. Like, it's not just seven, you know, normal rounds of golf. You're playing, like, mano y mano, just grinding it out, seven rounds of golf. That's I bet that could be pretty strenuous on you. And then it doesn't get any easier as it goes into the Valero and then, obviously, the Masters. It's uh, If you're playing in all three of those, you're grinding. And I know Scotty is going to be in the Valero this week. I assume he's playing in the Masters. Yes. Um, so... It was fun to watch, though. I, I got to watch a little bit of it. ACC is a pure course. I love the layout out there. And my buddy Dylan, he was there. Got to talk to him a little bit about how it was. He said it was cool, but he was there on Sunday, championship, and he said it was it was nice it was and everything. Cool. It looked but, like it was gusting. Yeah, the winds were blowing, but he said it was just kind of hectic because, you know, you're just following one group at that point. Yeah. And there's just a lot of people kind of crowded. And then you're still trying to social distance. He said it was just kind of like, eh. I don't, but, I don't I know mean, if that golf cool course is really built for um, – like it's a, I love that golf course, and I love where it is. But I'm saying for a big crowd, I don't know if that yeah. golf course is meant for that. There's just some golf course. No, it does look kind of tight. Like, it's kind of it's kind of like Bandit Dunes. Bandit Dunes is arguably the greatest you know golf in the whole world, <laughs> but they'll never have a major championship because it's not made for people to be there. Yeah, exactly. Um, that's a good point. And I, I can see that for sure, but yeah. match play, it's always fun to watch. Um, another highlight, Joel Damon winner, Punta Cana, um, first win on tour. I don't know why I felt like he had won already. He obviously hasn't, but he's kind of like a, he's a big name in the, uh, he's a likable guy. He's a funny dude. He's kind of all over social media. Yeah. Kind of like a Max home. Him and Max are big buddies. He actually just filmed a pod on Max and and Bacon's podcast uh, yesterday. There was their first guest they brought on, and he. I haven't listened to it yet, but I'm interested to see what he's got to say. Um, he's a he's just a funny dude. He. Uh, yeah. I've watched some YouTube videos yeah, with him, you, and that was good to just see. Just like him, him. I remember when he makes that bomb on that putt, and he just yells out, "Are you not entertained?" <laughs> yeah, he is just a wild guy. He doesn't he care. Play. He he's just fun to watch on the golf course. He shows a lot of emotion, but it's not negative emotion. It's just fun. Satin. He uh, he reminds me a lot of him. <laughs> just kind of. Has fun yeah. with it, and not yeah. so serious, but obviously still playing good golf. I was watching his inter- with Damon's interview after the round, and he said he'd missed his previous seven of eight cuts leading up to that tournament, and then he wins. So yeah, that just, just goes like, to show I think how it, golf I can't is. remember what tournament it was, but I remember he got you know canned for the week. It didn't make the weekend, and him and his caddy started putting on Twitter like, "Hey, we're in the area. We're gonna do like who wants to play a money game with me and my caddy?" Yeah. He is just a very yeah. He's just a laid back. He's just like one of us, I guess is the best yeah. way to put it. And it's I mean, it's no be, different. Yeah. I mean, have, he did you heard, a, uh, have you heard his story on like college and stuff? Like he just didn't care in college, like was a great. And then just, I'm pretty sure he dropped out. Pretty sure he dropped out of school and then, uh, yeah, turned, turned pro. pro. 
Yep. Yeah, I watched a uh, no laying up or not no laying up. Um, four four play golf. The guys with Barstool, they yep. did a little. Uh, they do a thing where they were doing a segment where they would it was them four, and they would scramble uh, a, a tour player. They did it yeah. with Kisner. They did it with Joel Damon. They did it's it the with Pat Perez. Yeah, big deal. Yeah, it's pretty fun to watch, even though they're all freaking terrible. But they always beat the guy. But I mean, heck, you get four guys scrambling against. I don't care who it is. One guy, it's gonna be hard to beat him. But uh, they did it with Joel, and he played terrible. Like he was like, I think one or two over. Yeah, they played nine I holes that. He, he or was something like that. Around. And he, it was. I felt bad for him, but he was just really playing terrible. But that's just how it goes. I mean, yeah. but yeah, you could tell he's just one of the guys. And he told that. I don't know if you heard that story about his hybrid, that ping hybrid he's got. Yeah, he got it on uh, eBay. On uh, eBay broke. for like forty bucks. He had yep. gotten one, and then he broke it. And his caddy Gino, uh, Gino's bought him another one, just a forty dollar hybrid stiff shaft. No, that just, one doesn't even have a stiff shaft in it. I'm pretty it, sure the one he bought on that. Yeah, it's a regular flex. I'm almost positive it's a regular flex. Which is just crazy, but yeah, it's just it's up. awesome. I think it's fun, but yeah, good for him. Winner on on tour now, and he's rolling. Uh, we were talking about his odds. Odds to win. You said down. Odds um, to win for this so week at the Valero. I was looking at the uh, odds on their the PGA Tour app, and it says like you know if it goes up and down, and his is in the red at plus nine thousand now. So yeah. I guess they're they're expecting him to be a little <laughs> a little rough and rowdy after his uh, his win, which he is known for that. I mean, literally the PGA Tour. You know, he drank a beer right afterwards. I mean, yeah. Yes, but I didn't realize he had cancer. Joel Damon did. Pretty sure that's why he wears that hat. But um, no, I saw this. Uh, I'm sure you heard of this, but Tiger signing that exclusive deal, long term yep. exclusive deal with 2K. I think that's pretty cool. I mean, and then right after, not gonna... well, PGA to, uh, the PGA Tour announced that they're going with EA Sports. So really, yeah, that's interesting. I didn't, I didn't hear that. But yeah, that's awesome for him. I mean, obviously, you know, he's going to be laid up for a while, and so yeah, yeah, him, Joel Dahman, uh, or Damon. He lost his mother to cancer, and when he was a junior in high school, he beat testicular cancer in 2011. Wow, I didn't know that. Yep, I had always seen that hat. His that bucket hat he wears it has the mm-hmm. red line through the cancer, but I didn't know that. Uh, that's crazy. Makes it even better. I'm sure it was pretty emotional for him. <laughs> he didn't get choked up like Max, but uh, yeah, that's big time for him. But good deal. So uh, yeah, but they there was a quote. Tiger said, he said, I'm looking forward to making my return to the video game landscape. And with 2K and HB Studios, I've found the right partners to make it happen. So, pretty cool there. I think it'll be um, good, especially because you know how he has that deal with the um, the uh, simulator company. You know how he has that deal? Uh, yeah. So, I think what he's going to do, and I think it'll be neat, a good feature is with the new game. He's gonna probably try to incorporate it where you can play the simulator as the game. So that oh yeah, kind of like a little virtual reality thing. That's exactly how it is. I mean, all you do is sign in, and bam, you're playing golf. That's awesome. Yep. And you can play with JT. You can play your own own player yep. and play with JT and Tiger. Yeah, Crazy. that'd be pretty cool. Because wasn't wasn't JT on the recent 2K? Yes, he uh, was the he was the, the cover. Uh, he was the cover athlete. And now that has yeah. come to a close, I can guarantee you Tiger will be. <laughs> yeah, I think he'll be able to do whatever he pleases. But I am, I'm very, I'm very, I don't know how it's going to go with, you know, two different games or maybe they make out, a, they have to have a deal because, you know, all the people are going to want Tiger's game over the PGA Tours EA Sports one, you know? Yeah. 
you're going to be a loser if you play the PGA Tour version. I'm just saying. <laughs> you're just a loser. Just... I would just like to see the numbers of what yes. they're paying him. A oh, stupid amount. I don't know. That's pretty cool. But yeah, let's uh, moving into the Valero. This is, dude. I'm excited. I don't know. The match play was great, but this tournament, we've got a, we've got a lot of uh, insight for this. A lot of things going on. Um, we could start by, uh, well, first of all, TPC San Antonio is where it's being played. Opened in 2010, and the tournament has been held there ever since it opened. So the first year was 2010. Um, par 72. Right at 7,500 yards, you know, a longer course, but, you know, according to the scores, like, there's been some pretty low scores on that course. So it's, 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 yeah, it's gotta be dry. It's you not know, a, the length, yeah, the length doesn't really um, affect the guys too much. And obviously the wind blows out there. So, but um, it's the last, what's crazy to, to think about is the Masters is next week. Yeah, that is, that is, that is, it's held later in the year, last year. It's just already back, which is great. I feel like we're having two in one year almost. I feel bad for DJ because, you know, his major, I mean, his master's, he only gets to keep it <laughs> yeah. this long. Like, that Heck, he might go, Hell, he'll probably back win to back. He is, I mean, he is unbelievable. That's what, speaking of him, that was funny. He Because, you know, he wasn't playing. I think he pulled out of the Valero. And then the morning before one of his matches at Dell Match Play, he said, I'm playing. And then he gets beat in that round, and then he pulls back out again. It's like, I'm going to go prep for the Masters. So just back and forth, back and forth. Sucks that he's not playing now, but it's still going to be a good tournament to watch. There's plenty of good players uh, playing in it. This tournament is coming at the right time because Spieth is starting to play better and better and better, and it's just it's just making this next Masters so you know oh, fun yeah. to watch and lead up to. Like this tournament, I mean, if Spieth – for say, you know, he's one of the odds to win the tournament, but he if he plays well, I mean it's going to erupt the like golf world. Yeah. I mean, imagine him going and winning this tournament and then obviously or, you know, he or the Masters. Well the Masters. Like, if, I mean, yeah, he always plays. Well, you know he plays well there, so if he gets some big momentum, not like he hadn't been playing bad. He's got five top twenties in his last six events. Like yeah, he's playing really good golf. Yeah. And nobody's like I feel like nobody's giving him I mean, heck, like three months ago, everybody was saying that he's, his career is going to be over and he's not even going to be able to play again. And now he's got it back and nobody's even giving him any real, real credit. They're just like, yeah, oh, yeah, they, well, he should have. All they give him credit for is him not winning. They don't care. Yeah. I mean, he is playing good golf. They, I mean, it's so hard to win nowadays, and he's playing good, and it's going to come, and it can't come at a better time than it is, Yeah, especially so. for him. He knows Augusta almost better than anyone else besides the older guys there. Yeah, so it's – I mean – Best time of the year in my case for for golf. I mean, this is this is good stuff here. But um, some uh, some previous winners we got. Of course, they didn't have it in 2020 due to uh, COVID. But Corey Connors in uh, 2019. Don't forget. Now he Monday queued into this tournament and then yeah. shot 20 un- shot 20 under and ended up winning it, which was crazy. I mean, talk about a change. A one a couple days, you know, I guess a week Monday queuing and then. A full week later going on and winning the tournament. Talk about changing your life. Just oh, yeah, for five, sure. five rounds of golf, which is unreal. And then um, I had forgotten about that. And then uh, 2018, Andrew Landry, 17 under. 17, Kevin Chappell, 12 under. 2016, Charlie Hoffman, 12 under. And 2015, Jimmy Walker, 11 under. So it's been it's been ascending ever since. I mean, then the numbers have just getting – or descending, I guess, in numbers, ascending at play. Um, the 
the numbers have just been getting better and better. I mean, 20 under. That's crazy to me. 20 on going out there and shooting 20 under after you Monday queued in the tournament winning it is just unreal. Yeah, Not that is ha- that is having balls of steel is what that is. That <laughs> yeah, takes, I mean, he's, that is a lot he's of golfing his ball. Yeah, that is. That is but awesome. when you're feeling it, I mean, you're feeling it. I haven't really heard much about him since then, but I know he played a little bit. He played pretty good, you know, at, um, later in that season, but uh, he's he's doing fine now. But, uh, yeah, so obviously the course isn't too difficult. I mean, 20 under, 17 under, those are pretty low numbers. But um, sure. I, did, I didn't know that this is the third oldest event on tour. It started in 1922, which is pretty crazy. Yeah, the Texas Open. I mean, that, make, that makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah, and then the sixth—it's the sixth oldest tournament worldwide, which is even crazier. That—that that is not a tournament from Texas. <laughs> um, but that's just what—that's what I was thinking. It's just like so crazy. It's like you could—you can't beat it. It's but us being from Texas, you got the Dell match play in Austin, and then you got this in San Antonio, and then you got the Masters. Like as far as us Texans, I mean, you can't can't get any better than that. But, yeah, um, it's a good stretch for sure. And then um, this is the last chance to qualify for the Masters. If you if you haven't qualified for it, you either have to win the tournament to get in the Masters, or your play in this tournament has to move you into the top twenty or the top fifty in the official world golf rankings. And that's the only way you can get in. So you know, it's not a stressful week for some guys that are on the line, but they're. Uh, I mean, obviously, everybody wants to play in the Masters. It's not going to be a no. you know career ender for you if you don't. But obviously, it's a there's a big name. A lot of those guys. There's a big name that has to win the tournament to make the Masters. Is that Ricky? Slick Rick has to win. Apparently, I think. does he have to win, or does he have to? Pretty I mean, sure. I would assume if he, I can look it up. Five, I'm but that's pretty sure. Good. I knew they said a week before he had to get like top three. If I pick him, I'll probably end up going with Scheffler. I don't think I've picked him yet. Um, if I have picked him, I'll have to go back and look, and I'll probably pick Hoffman. But uh, so my three picks for this week are Spieth, like we were saying. I think he's just playing great golf. Abraham Answer, he is just yeah. dirty with the wedges, and I think it'll come. He's, I'm pretty sure he's just playing good golf right now, and I just like his chances. He's his short game yeah. is unbelievable. If you have not seen it, I would recommend to watch it. Yeah. And then my final one is, is old Harry Higgs. I don't know why I just got feeling about the old the old man i mean he played golf at SMU, so i know it's not in dallas but it's kind of a hometown event for him you know yeah home state for sure um yeah i like it uh, i think those are those are good picks i uh yeah so one of the to make- fellow pods golf members played in our dudes cup professional golfer one of the best if not the best players i've ever played with um just dudes unreal He's just one of the boys, likes to have a good time, and we always go play. Played with him, so he he, he got through the pre-qualifier to get <clears throat> to the Monday queue for the Valero, and we go out, I go to Tyler, had a couple guys out at Eagles Bluff, his home course, played with him Saturday, went downtown Tyler, had a good time, just hung out with him that night, and then he leaves the next day and goes and plays a Monday queue. Shoots five under, they let four guys in, shoots five under, and then not only the one and only JJ Colleen, aka West Texas Driving Range Pro, ties him. And so now they go into a playoff to see who gets into the Valero. I mean, this was crazy. I was keeping up. We were on our way home back to Ruston. 
I was keeping up with it, and it came down to where they were both going to play with each other, and I was like, this is absolutely nuts. So they end up playing in the playoff, and JJ ends up clipping him, which was sad to see. We wanted him to get in, but uh, we've been, I mean, a couple of us have been following JJ for a couple of years now. He's a funny guy. He is, he was, oh, for, he'd been trying to Monday Q for, like, he played on tour back in like 2010, 11, 12, that, that air, that range turned, of time. He turned pro in 05. 05, but he wasn't playing on tour then. Yeah. I think he was yeah, around. He, he was around 2010-11, like the early. He had a good. He had a. He was. He, he had a good uh, career. Like web.com. he played well yes. in there. But um, he had played on tour, and he's older. Not older, but thirty-nine. He's, yeah, he's he's a lot older than Blake. But um, yeah. So he was over twenty. So the last year and a half, he had been really on hitting the Monday cues hard, and he was over twenty-four. And only a few rounds he had played were over par. That just shows you how hard yeah. it is to go in Monday Q for a tournament. But it's kind of coincidental because, like we said, Corey Connors Monday Q in 2019 and goes up on and winning it. So you know JJ's thinking about that. But anyways, JJ gets through. So now he's one for 25. But hey, I mean, he goes out there and plays good this week and it changes life. Um, but what's funny is, you know, him and John, obviously John Peterson – have a podcast and so they're just kind of running around they're gonna yeah, do these monday cues yeah just they had won a low ball event the week before and said they made like 10 g's and just tearing it up both playing good golf and this was john's first monday cue i think in a like a year or so he hasn't played many because he used to play on tour but he, he kind of took a break he had some wrist injuries i believe and um so they're they said on the pod that their their deal was that whoever gets in, the other is going to caddy for them. So now him and JJ are both in San Antonio getting ready for their first round tomorrow. It's just crazy. Could have been Blake, but Blake's got a bright future ahead of him. He's got status on PJ Tour Canada. I think he's leaving a couple weeks to go up there and do that. And so I know it's going to work out for him. No, he, yeah. He's one of our boys, and he's a heck of a player. So He's a hell of a player. Hadn't had the most of uh... – you know how a lot of people coming out of college that are good players have a bunch of publicity and stuff. He yeah. is one of the, he's one of the guys that, I mean, he went to a small school, was a great player there, but he, I, he's got a bright future ahead of him. And this is only yeah. the first of many opportunities that he have. If not, I yeah, mean, I think, sure. I think it could come in the next year or so year or two. Years. Oh, no doubt. Hell of a player, uh, hell of a guy. Yeah. Just, he went to, uh, he went to yeah. McNeese state and Lake Charles and, uh, you know, he, sure. I think, he, I think he was pretty average going anymore. in. He was a good player. No, but he, I mean, he was a good player, but he, you know, hit a spark and got really, really, really good, really fast. And now he's rolling. So I'm excited to see what's in the future for him. And we'll obviously keep up with him, but good luck to JJ this week. Uh, I, I hope he plays good. You know, I would I hate too. to waste that, waste that spot because I know Blake would have played good, but, um, yeah, for that, and then uh, some sponsor exemptions. This sponsor exemptions list is pretty, pretty incredible. So you got obviously number one, Sam Bennett, guy we played against in high school. We talked about him yeah. on the previous pod. Plays at Texas A and M for winning. Yeah, got in for winning the Cabo, correct? Uh, I don't know if it was that one or if it was the one he just won last week. He won no, a tournament last it week. Wasn't, it wasn't Old Waverly. It was, I think it was Cabo. Okay. So he already knew he was in then. Yes, last week just was kind of icing on the cake. Hell of a golf yeah. course that he played. Good for him. <laughs> yeah, he uh, 
that that was just some extra extra confidence. So he's there. You got Ashke Bahita. Uh, obviously, no. Um, I think he does better with stranger like, anyone. exemptions than anyone else. Have you noticed like all all the tournaments? Because he's not on the tour, but all the tournaments that he plays in, I feel like he does enough on those sponsor exemptions to get him going. Yeah, he's got a he's a young guy. Didn't go to college. Just turned pro. And uh, lefty hits a long ways. He's got a good swing. Um, and then Austin Eckrote, uh, Eckrote, if I think I'm pronouncing that right, he's an Oklahoma State guy. Yeah, real good player. Didn't realize he was in it until I seen this list. So um, good for him. Padraig Harrington, <laughs> throw him in the mix. <laughs> uh, time Mac Meisner, yeah. another college player. I believe he plays at SMU. And then Camille Vajegas. Um, really rooting for him with what he's been going through with his daughter. Yeah, um, that was a, that was a bad deal. And then uh, Matt Wallace. So that's a pretty strong list there. I mean, yeah. I I believe that every single one of them, you know, outside of maybe one or two of the college guys, could make the cut. Yeah, especially uh, obviously Camilo Vajegas, This is a big deal for him because he also with his daughter. And then this is I know his last medical, his major medical exemption was a couple weeks ago, wasn't it? So this one's yeah. This is big I knew he was on the line. Yeah, so, so that's awesome. I'm rooting, he was a great player rooting, rooting in early early 2010, I think. Mm-hmm. Wasn't he the one that was famous for uh, getting spider. That, like spider position to read the putts? Yeah, he yeah. was. I mean, he was a freak of talent. Like coming when he first came on tour, he was he was one of the big dogs there for a little bit, and then just fell off. But good. To he's see a him. big. He's a big long distance bike rider too. He does like he does biking, like like Tour de France type stuff. Really? You know, like that kind of competition. Yeah, like obviously he's. I don't think he's rode in it, but that's the kind of stuff he does. He competes in. Yeah, which is kind of cool. I've seen that on social media. So yeah, but good for him. That's a strong list. I would love to see Sam Bennett make the cut. Um, and obviously he can't win any money, but he could go. I think I might. Well, I was gonna pick him. <laughs> And our pick him, obviously, he couldn't make any money, but he would still be on there what he would have made if he wasn't an amateur. Yeah. Um, so I was going to pick him, but I might go ahead and pick JJ. Um, so, yeah, it's 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 going to be great. I'm excited. Yeah, I mean, this, this is tournament. one of those deals with, I mean, if Sam, per se, played really good, top 20 or whatever, I mean, this could be something that he says, you know what, I, I might be done at A&M and let's give it a run. So right it would be, this is a very that's, big. Week that's what's for him. so crazy about it is one weekend can change your life. Because I mean, Spieth. Uh, I mean, Spieth when he was 16, you know, played incredible at uh, what was that? The um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, this could be a big week for him, and I'm definitely pulling for the kid too. I mean, he's he's yeah. going to be someone in the next couple of years that's going to be on tour, and he's going to be good. Oh yeah, either way it goes, it's going to yeah, work this out. This is for just him. the start for him as well. Yeah, it was cool. He uh, he posted. I don't know if you saw it. He posted a. Snapchat story. No, he posted a Snapchat story. It was right after he had won that college event last weekend. He was on a private jet with a Michelob in his hand. Oh, so yeah. Headed back or headed to San Antonio. Just won my second event. Uh, life is getting good or something like that. I was like, wow. Yeah, so, yeah he definitely. Uh, pretty cool stuff. Uh, sure. Hope he just keeps his head on a swivel. Doesn't let it all get to him, which is easier, easier said than done. But um, I'm sure he will. He's got probably a good team around him but yeah so some exciting stuff going on i can't wait to hunker down and watch this tournament and see what happens but yeah um, 
like you were saying for this week for us, I know we're kind of biased from being from Texas, but this is just a big week because we know some of the people in the field. We had just yeah. have a, it's just closer to us, I guess. And, yeah, got a little closer connection to it. Yeah, and then obviously it's just exciting with the next week being the Masters. So, for sure. Yeah. So you have some. You, did you have some odds? Did you get some odds on the tournament? Yeah, I got guys? some of the odds that I liked when I was going through the list. Um, obviously, Jordan at plus a thousand. Um, I like that one a lot just because he's playing good, and it's just this would be the perfect week for him. Abraham answer yeah. at plus eighteen hundred. I like that one too because that's that's who I'm going to pick this week. Lonto Griffin, he's been playing some solid golf at plus five thousand, and then these mm-hmm. are my two sneaky picks. Um, I just have a feeling Zach Johnson's going to play good this week because I mean he just inside if he can get inside one hundred and fifty yards anywhere he's going to be yeah. inside. 50. And he played he played good a couple weeks ago. Yeah, he's at plus five thousand as too. well. So I like that one a lot. And then the dark horse that we were talking about, Sam Bennett at plus five hundred thousand. <laughs> I'm taking that one to Vegas right now. I wish there was one for him to make the cut because I would take it and ride it to the bank right now. Yeah, I'm sure you could find, you might be able to find that on a specific book, but I don't Probably not with an amateur. It's a little different in his situation. Yeah. Good point. Yeah, those are are the picks when I was going through the list that stood out to me. Cool. Um, Yeah, but something else I wanted to bring up is so this has been good, you know recap the last tournaments and we'll preview the next ones but um i think we're going to start venturing out into something to get you know the viewers and our people that follow pods and follow us on social media keep up with this kind of involved um and i'll do it we'll do it through instagram but we kind of wanted to mention it on here is we want to do like a little q a thing i think that would be fun to get some people involved and to get some more um conversation you know, spoken up in here. Um, so we'll do a thing where we post a, a questionnaire or whatever on um, Instagram. And if you've y'all got some questions, some stuff y'all want to maybe hear us talk about, um, hear some insight on it, or maybe just hear our opinions, see how they compare to y'all. We'll do that on Instagram and, you know, we'll say it on here, who asked the question and kind of get some good conversation going on that. I think that would be a <clears throat> good direction for us to go and, can spark up some good conversations. So, um, like I said, I know we're probably, we plan on doing this every Tuesday. Um, obviously, our schedules are kind of busy, so getting them out, getting them out on Thursday or on Wednesdays is, is good too. So, we're gonna keep trying to do that, keep getting it out on you know Tuesday, Wednesday area, maybe sometimes Monday evenings. Um, but I think the uh, their next move is gonna be doing some questions, kind of a for the people kind of thing, like. JJ and them do, but um, I think that I think that would be a lot of fun to dabble with. I agree. Get the people more involved. But do you support? And I know we're getting into summer, so it's kind of irrelevant. But like, it was kind of chilly today. But do you support the hoodie movement on the golf course? Yeah. Do you I like think, it? For sure, I I do like it. I I wore a hoodie last week. I mean, I, like <laughs> I forgot. It. Yeah, you had one on I this think weekend. I mean, with how I think it's cool. Yeah, with how clothing is now, if you just have that breathable, I mean, it's comfortable. I mean, it doesn't look yeah. bad. It looks kind of cool. No. I mean, it's more modern. So, yeah, screw it. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> screw it. Yeah, I like I mean, I like it too. I don't like – the only problem with me, I like the way they look. I'll never say anything with somebody wearing them. Um, I don't – I hate playing golf in clothes that are 
baggy. Like if I'm gonna wear one, it's gonna have to be pretty tight. Um, but I think it looks good. I think it's a cool little vibe. Yeah, you have I, to you I, have I like to pull it, it off too. Like you're saying, yeah, it has to be a little tighter. You don't want it baggy. Then you're just gonna look like a. Well, it's not even what you look like. It's just for me. I it can't swing. Feel, yeah, I can't swing right. if I've got stuff, you know, hanging down my arms or something, or drawstrings, you know. But uh, no, yeah. So that's that's what I was wondering. But yeah, good deal. I forgot you were wearing one the other day, so yeah, that answers that. All right, best dressed on tour. Ooh. Hmm. I can tell you who the worst dressed is, and that's Webb Simpson. I don't know if y'all ever paid attention to him, <laughs> but his outfits are terrible. <laughs> His oh, color coordination, I think he's just owned it now. But oh, yeah, that's the worst like dress. When, when he won the uh, the U.S. Open, he looked like a dweeb. He has like a I mean, cardigan when, on, a blue dark Yeah, come on. Come on, dude. I mean, I've seen him out there with like a like a, a black hat, a yellow shirt, a white belt, and black pants. It's just like, good gosh. I don't know. Phil's pretty bad, too. That guy will wear dark blue and then wear black shoes and black hat. <laughs> come on, dude. <laughs> Yeah, I just, I don't know, man. I'm I'm a dark brown, the poop, the poop suit. (laughs) It's just kind of like, I'm kind of biased. Yeah, no, he's, he's bad. (laughs) And then he wears, yeah, he wears that, uh, that dress dress shirt. That didn't last very long though. That was really bad when it came out a full button down. (laughs) He got out of the business meeting and then (laughs) went and played his practice round. Yeah. But yeah. No, that's that's pretty bad too. I don't know. I because there's two ways to go about it. The way I dress is kind of more of the the classic side. I like foot joys. I like light khaki pants. I don't yeah. ever wear really any other color than khaki. I might splurge with a navy from time to I time. I don't really ever wear black. black. But besides that, yeah, yeah, I just on tour that you can dress. You can dress really wacky, like maybe like a polter, uh, a polter or a Billy Horschel. Or you can go sporty vibes like Nike, you know, Tiger, Jason Day. Or you can go Adidas. You know, those are kind of more sporty, yeah, kind of trends. No. And then, and that's where you get your grays and your blacks. You can get all colors there, but they, they've got that little, you know, dry fit look to them. And then you can go kind of classic, which you got the foot joys, which is the polos, and obviously that's its own other subject. But um, I don't know. I mean, JT. I don't want to get into all that, but JT was, you know, I JT, liked, yeah. I liked the way he dressed and t- with polo until all of that happened. But um, that's kind of, I always said that if I could, if I could have got on tour, I would have been sponsored by polo or something. I'm not really, wouldn't do that now, but I would probably go with Foot Joy. Uh, Max Homa, I like, I, I like him. He, he dresses pretty good. That's just, but that's, I'm kind of biased here. That's kind of my style. But um, yeah, I mean, that's something the same like that. Yeah, I like how Abraham, he, he's more of a classic guy, but yet kind of flashy at the same time. You know, he wears the wingtip shoes and stuff, which I like. I think that's a cool look, so I'm going Abraham answer on that. Especially with JT. Cool. Yeah, at one time I thought JT was, but, you know, it, things have changed. <laughs> yeah. past couple months. That's all we'll say about that. Things have yeah. changed. But, um, yeah, so that's pretty cool. Um, all right, so now it's a simple one. Gatorade or Powerade? Gatorade. Do you want a specific color? Because I'll give it to you right now. Yeah. Flavor. Shoot. All right. My go-to one when I'm playing golf is the uh, purple, the grape. Don't know why. Hey. I've always liked okay. it. I think I was 10 years old when I saw it at Pinecrest, and just always, <laughs> if I'm playing a tournament or anything, it's a purple Gatorade. Yeah. Just I put it a little in. superstition. Uh, or sometimes the green apple. I like the I like the green oh, apple too. Green yeah. apple. Gosh. Oh yeah. I like them all. Yeah. They're all they're all pretty good. I got you. 
Purple Gatorade. Okay. Oh, yeah. All right. This one's pretty simple. Cliff Bar or Nature Valley Bar? You know what? I'm going screw it on both of them because the best ones, I don't know where you can find them anymore, but the best ones are the first T-Bars. You remember the Yeah. I've heard the people talk about that. Oh, dude, I've, that never, just, oh. I've never had them. Grayson, but out of those Jones two, Cliff Bars, Cliff Bars yeah. for sure. Out of those, Cliff Bars are good. They just have a lot soft of sugar. Ones. The soft ones, yeah, they do have a lot of sugar. Um, yeah, I heard Grayson Jones tell say, yeah, he's like, no, I'm, I asked him if he wanted. They were playing. They were qualifying down in a hot springs, and I was like, I'm going to grab some breakfast. You want any? He's like, no, nah, I got a first tea bar. And I thought that was the corniest thing I ever heard. I thought he was just talking about Cliff Bar, but I didn't know it's his own brand. No, yeah, it's an own brand. It's got a bunch of like sugar and calories. It's oh, like there's an oatmeal flavored one. I mean, they're good. They're really, really oh, good. Okay. But out of those two, that. yeah, Cliff Bars for sure, the soft ones. Yeah. I'm sorry. All right. So my third question and final is going to be, so I want you to pick a set of clubs. Like if you were on tour, mm-hmm. I want you to pick a set of clubs. Like you can go woods, irons, wedges, and then putter. What are you playing? and ball we'll do that too am i sponsored by one brand or am i no you can uh, that's what i like with nowadays you see more tour players that aren't you know they they can pick whatever they want to hit now and i like that yeah okay you get some Um, dirty bags out there yeah for sure a lot of like scotty shuffler that dude's got a mixed bag like it's nobody's business he's got like a nike hybrid tailor-made oh, irons the wedges we were talking about were uh, artisan and jason Day yes artisan. Too. Yeah. Jason they're, they switched to them. They're based out of Fort Worth, aren't they? Yep, it's where the forge. It's in the exact same place because Mike Taylor, the guy who's the wedge, he's the wedge yeah. guru. He's the one who uh, he started in Fort Worth, and Nike hired him, or he was originally he with was, Hogan. He did it with. He was with Tiger for a long time. He was with Hogan, and then Nike hired him. He was with Tiger at the vault. They called it the Forge, and that's where it is to this day. The same place, Fort Worth. Yeah. Pretty cool stuff. They, uh, I know he's got a lot of the Nike about five hundred dollars a piece, though. So, <laughs> the only issue. Yeah. No, I, I, I've never. I know they're good, but I've never, I've never used any of them. But no. So, so pretty much a full bag is what you're yeah. saying. Um, this shouldn't be too hard because I mean, what I've got, I haven't dabbled with every single brand, but I've done it with a lot. Um, as far as a driver goes, I don't particularly like. The Sims very the new Sims very much. I, I had an M5 tour and I loved it. I should have never got rid of it, but I don't know. I just don't like the, the way the Sims set up. But I've got a Mizuno driver right now, the 2020 model, and I really like it. They just came out with a 2021 model. I would probably go to Mizuno and ask to hit it, and probably stick with it. So I would really? go. Um, yeah, it's I love it. Um, but I know Ping makes good drivers too. I never hit one of those and. So it would, it would, I would do some, some looking around with that stuff. But right now, I'd probably stick with the Mizuno. And then I don't carry a three wood. Obviously, I have a dude. I've got a Titleist H two uh, hybrid that I can hit off the ground all of two sixty, two seventy. So there's really no reason for me to hit a three wood. So I would stick with that. I would stick with a Titleist hybrid. I might upgrade it to a, a couple years newer. Um, just because it's it's got some pretty good wear on it, but I would stick with that brand. And then moving into irons, um, I don't know. I like my Mizunos. I would got the 919 tours, the 2019 model. I would I might look into getting the uh, the new ones, um, or even moving 
into those MP18s. Um, but I would probably stick with Mizuno irons because I really like them. Taylor made. If I were to go to any other brand, it would be Taylor made. I don't. I'm not a big fan of Titleist irons. Yeah. Um, I've had some of those. Uh, Ping irons. Not really a fan of those either. Um, Callaway. I feel like I would like those, but I would probably just stick with my Mizunos. And then wedges is just. I'd go with Vokies. It's hard to beat a Vokey. I've got Mizuno wedges right now, but I've got a Vokey 60. That's like a. That's <clears throat> like the L grind. It's mm-hmm. got little bounce on it like i talked about earlier but yeah. i would get just probably a full set of folky wedges and then the putter is where i would i would venture off i would i would i've always wanted to putt with the circle t um i've putted with one but i've never played one i would like to go look at those um not a big fan of the tailor made i don't like the spiders really all that much but i've got a, a odyssey 7s right now that i really like so probably either Scotty Cameron, Titleist Putter, or Odyssey. I'll stick with those. And yeah, that's pretty much it. I like it. What's yours? Taylor, what would be your ideal? I, haven't, I haven't hit the new sim, too. I've seen a lot of people that generally hit drivers well that have like overcooked that. So I don't know if I'm going sim 2 on that. But I'm going to go sim yeah. with the wood, or at least the driver. Woods really don't matter to me. I can... Give me a yeah. tailor-made wood as well. I think they're hot. They feel good. I have a M3 that I like. Um, let's see. I this next set I want to do hybrid, so I'm going to do a hybrid. And since I've never really ventured on hybrids, I I don't really know enough about them. I used to have a Titleist yeah. one when I was young, and I liked it. It looked I think good. They make good woods. And it wasn't. It wasn't. It didn't. It just looked good to me. I think Titleist yeah. makes the best looking woods, and um. They look easy Probably. to hit, in my opinion. For sure, it's not. They just it's the and most classic too, look. Yeah, they're not too bulky either. Callaways because, are I mean, really bulky. If you bulky. look at if you yeah, they it's a different shape, and then it, it's just like if you look at TaylorMade, like it it looks fine with me with the driver, you know, kind of looking more flashy, like the sim and stuff M6 with the carbon. But like on a yeah. wood, I kind of like it more simple. So actually, I'm gonna change it. I'm gonna go woods actually, and woods and hybrids to Tidelist. TaylorMade driver. I'm gonna go Mizuno irons if I had the chance, like opportunity. Yeah, for sure, Mizuno irons, and then artisan wedges, and then I'm gonna go for putter. I'm actually looking at buying a Toulon. You know that Toulon that you used to have. I'm thinking about buying one like that. I think it's a. I think Odyssey. I'm kind of over the Scotty Cameron run. I think it's a very really? overrated putter, if we're being honest. It's a good putter, but you're you're spending four hundred dollars on that. I might yeah. venture off. I think saying, to more I technology. Think, you know the yeah, too long. Sure. I want to try that shaft, try the different the grooves. Actually, pipe. no. You know what? I'm going to change it on that too, and I'm going to go to. Uh, oh oh oh! Sick. You're talking about sick. yeah, sick. Si you know, si sick putter because yeah. I know a dear a dear friend of mine used to work for sick and they just make cool putters. I'm going that for the technology wise. Yeah, so that because it's got kind of, a, it's like as the putter from bottom. Yeah, to top so goes. Each, like each part of it, it's lofted a degree different. So if you were to hit mm-hmm. down on one putt, it just it, it helps you gets the roll better. Yeah. yeah, it gets the they're pretty though. cool. I looked them up. They don't have many options though, as far as putters go. No, that's the only op. That's the only problem. They're very it's limited as of now. They don't have many lefty options because I want to get a different. I want to get that. I don't want to get a uh, what neck is that? A plumber's neck? You know the standard thing that you get on that yeah. type of putter. I don't want to do that this time. I want to get one of those flow necks, kind of like the. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's what I want to do, and they don't have that. So. 
Cool. Oh, we didn't uh, we didn't talk about balls. Ball oh, balls. Play. I'm just going. I mean, you can't go wrong with a Pro B1X. Cool. Yeah. I'd I'm assuming you're going tailor made. Yeah. I mean, they're probably both so. nowadays. They're all they're all good balls. They're it's not all like about it, the you, same. when we were it's kids. Superstition when, thing for me. When we were kids, though, they I mean, tideless Proby ones were by far better. I mean, it yeah, wasn't no even doubt. close. But nowadays, I mean, Taylor May didn't even really have a ball. Their first really ball was a Tour Preferred that they came out with. It was that the first one I really heard of, and those were good balls. They're really really soft though. That's the thing is their outer shell and the Taylor Maids are so soft. I mean, we've talked about it. You can hit one tree, and that thing is just scuffed. Yeah, and then you just, it's cut. a brand new ball that you have to throw in your shag bag. That's the only downside. But um, I'll tell you, I'll tell you what else makes a good ball is obviously Bridgestone. Yeah, I I like the way the dimples look, but I don't like the logo on it because I wrote my line through the TaylorMade, um, yeah. and so that just big B on there doesn't doesn't set well for me. But as far as a ball goes, there, I mean, those, those things are solid. The only one that I would stay away from if you were sponsored on tour is playing the old Wilson. Feel bad for old Gary. I know he doesn't play it, but for say if Gary Woodland had to have played the <laughs> Wilson staff duo, like good luck to him. <laughs> good luck duo. to him. I did. I've 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 chipped with some of those things. It's like hitting a balada. That noise is just. Oof. I tell you who else came out with the ball was Mizuno, and those things yeah. are about as soft as a bouncy ball. <laughs> I haven't hit them, but I've seen them. You can feel how soft they are hitting eight-foot putts. <laughs> I mean, those things. I mean, it's like it's just literally made out of Play-Doh. God. But I don't know. I'm sh- I haven't tested. I would like to go on the track, man, and hit those. And yeah, just see the numbers. I spin out of this world. But uh, oh, that's pretty cool. All right. Well, we got anything else? Uh, did you see in the golf news that Romo took a sponsor's exemption for next week or next month on the web.com? Really? Yep. What are your thoughts on that? <sighs> Hope he plays good. I would hate for him to take somebody's place, you know. See, that's what – because last time he did this – 85. Last time he did this, he withdrew after like five holes. That's my only issue with it. I understand That is it. the world – I mean, that thing – it gets under my skin doing that, and I'm not even in contention to – can't get an exempt like nowhere close. No, I yeah. Mean, imagine would... the guy that's borderline and he takes up that dude's spot and he goes out there and makes two dubs and a bogey and freaking withdraws and this dude's sitting at home like, Are you freaking serious? I could have gone out yeah. there and shot sixty seven today. That's my only thought with him. I mean, yeah, I would like to see him play good, but just in the back of my mind, I just lost a lot of respect. Out. I lost a lot of respect for him after that tournament when he withdrew. Just that just of, took just a, that just selfish. took away a journeyman's player just for publicity because that's all it is. Yeah, I mean the guy's been. The reason this dude's been. There's a guy sitting at home that's been grinding, you know, his whole career for this moment, and this freaking NFL quarterback's going to come in and. And he's go, a good player, but he's not that yeah, caliber. It, this isn't what his whole big life difference. Is about. Yeah, big difference. So, you know, I don't have a problem with it. Heck, if I was in his position, I'd love to go play too. But if you're going to yeah. do it, you know, at least finish out. But, yeah, for sure. I mean, it's cool for him. I like the guy, and I hope he plays well. I think it'd be really cool to see him go out there and compete. Yeah, that would be neat. Would be neat for sure. But wrap this one up, and next week we're going to start the questions. Um, so we're going to do that, and I think that'll be a lot of fun to do. Hopefully, we'll get some good questions and have some fun topics to talk about, and then we're going to venture into bringing on a guest. Um, we've got some some options on who we're going to bring on first, and we're going to keep it a secret, but. I think that's going to be a lot of fun. So 
we are over and out for this one, and we'll see y'all next week. Peace.